I used to think that forgiveness was to help the person apologizing feel better, but I've learned that forgiveness is more about the person who is offering it. Welcome to the Empowerful Girls podcast that helps you grow curiosity, compassion, and confidence. This is 10 for teens and tweens. I'm Stephanie Valdez. In each episode, I'll give you girls tools that will empower you to know you can take on the world. Hello, girls. Welcome to episode nine of 10 for Teens and Tweens. I'm Stephanie Valdez from Empowerful Girls. I am so glad you are here. I want to start out by having you think of the most recent time you forgave someone or someone forgave you. Maybe it was fairly recent. Briefly reflect on how you felt after the forgiveness was given by you or by someone else. Maybe someone bumped into you or a classmate said something unkind. Your sibling took something of yours without asking. You and your mom got into an argument or something else that left you feeling hurt or wronged. So when I was younger, I was taught to forgive and forget. When someone apologized to me, I'd respond with, it's okay, or it's fine, and was expected to move on. But there is a lot more to forgiveness, so let's explore it. Forgiveness, by definition, is to cease to feel resentment meaning to stop holding a grudge towards someone. Imagine it like this. Have you ever had to carry or pull something really heavy? So when someone does something hurtful or offends you or wrongs you in some way, it's like a big rock is placed in your hands and you have to drag it along with you, carrying the weight of it as you process what happened. And when you feel ready to you decide to stop holding on to the rock. You put it down and you let it go. Forgiveness isn't just as simple as dropping the rock and moving on. Putting down the rock so you can let it go may involve mentally bending in ways you haven't before. And it might cause some strain or some pain. And it might take longer or happen slower than you'd like. But you'll be better off in the long run. Now, you're not required to forgive everyone. Sometimes it feels more convenient or easy to hang on to a grudge and keep holding that rock. Researchers at Macquarie University in Australia actually studied this, and they found that people hold on to resentment instead of uh, working toward forgiveness because that process requires facing the hurt within yourself, and that takes more effort and discomfort. But the long-term benefits of forgiveness, which have also been studied, are worth it. And they include improved physical and mental health, better relationships, healthier coping strategies, and less anxiety and hurt. Dr. Fred Luskin is the director of the Stanford University Forgiveness Project, and he has studied forgiveness for decades. Uh, He identified stages of and steps to forgiveness. So I wanted to share some of his ideas with you. The goal with forgiveness is to find peace within yourself. The first step is to be mindful about how you feel, naming the emotions you have about what happened, be it anger, sadness, betrayal, uh, being misunderstood. Even if it was an accident or the other person wasn't trying to offend you, their intentions don't erase your emotions. 
You don't have to respond with, it's okay, or it's fine, when you're really not okay. Consider talking to someone you trust about what's going on or wrong, and assert yourself using I statements to express your feelings. I feel this way when this thing happens, like when I am left out or when I'm disrespected. Saying it out loud may help you better identify your feelings. Now, these negative feelings, they don't feel so good. And you can't force people to apologize or change their behavior. And expecting them to may result in resentment. Placing blame, taking offense, plotting revenge, or dwelling on your hurt, all of that will only make the rock heavier and prevent you from finding that peace The more you think about all the negative stuff, the more space those thoughts occupy in your head and the more time you spend replaying in your mind what happened and what you're going to do instead of finding peace for your thoughts. So you have to try to accept the things that aren't in your control and recognize the things that are in your control. And we discussed that in episode two. You can control your response, your reactions, your decisions, your behavior, how you treat others, your thoughts, and your perspective. And then remember the positive things, like good feelings and relationships in your life, the things that are going right. And that includes the person involved. You may remember some positive things about them and the happy memories that you shared. Get yourself into a better headspace to process what happened. If you feel like that relationship is worth repairing, think about how you can let go of your grudge and put down that rock. When you are ready to forgive someone, remember that forgiveness isn't about being right, nor is it forgiving with conditions like, I'll only forgive you if you, or you have to promise to never do it again. If their behavior was wrong and does continue, though, you can forgive them and take some time off from them for a little while or longer if necessary. There may be times forgiveness involves not working things out with the other person or not allowing what happened to continue. Also, you can forgive someone and they can still get in trouble for what they did. Forgiveness isn't making the person involved feel better about what happened, nor is it eliminating consequences. Forgiveness is to help you feel better. Boundaries are important, and they will give you space to heal. I have some closing thoughts before we discuss resources. Many years ago, my dad gave me very wise counsel. Always assume the best intentions of others. He wanted me to understand that jumping to conclusions about someone's motives isn't helpful and may cause unnecessary hurt between me and someone else. When someone behaved some way or didn't respond to me or didn't participate, more often than not, my initial assumptions about them were wrong. I learned to take offense less and try to understand more. I truly believe that most people don't start their day intending to hurt others. And when they do something unkind, it has more to do with what's going on in their lives than wanting to throw a wrench into yours. 
Now, that's not to excuse someone's behavior, but understanding that will give you a broader perspective and allow you space to see the situation more clearly as you work toward forgiveness, especially with your closest relationships, your family members and friends. A misunderstanding isn't worth ruining a strong relationship. So mend things if possible or move on, whichever is best for your peace. Now, one last thing. What if you're the one who made a mistake or did something hurtful? Remember to be humble enough to admit that you did something wrong. Apologize sincerely and commit to making better choices. Forgiving yourself is important too. Don't wallow in your negative emotions for too long. Feeling remorse for what you did means that you want to change. So try to make things right and renew your commitment to doing better. We covered a lot of tools because forgiveness can be quite involved. If I had to sum it up, the process may be uncomfortable. It may take longer than you like. But remember, the goal with forgiveness is to find peace within yourself. To help you remember all of this, I created a forgiveness poster for you to print out, personalize, and post on your wall where you'll see it, remember it, practice it, and believe it. That's the important part. I will link the file in the show notes post for this podcast episode number nine on the website empowerfulgirls.com. That's spelled E-M-P-O-W-E-R-F-U-L-G-I-R-L-S.com. And while you're there, you can get on the email list too. A few books that illustrate this are Draw the Line by Katherine Otashi, Charlie and Lola, I Am Extremely Absolutely Boiling by Lauren Child, The Hundred Dresses by Eleanor Estes, and Eleven Birthdays by Wendy Mass. Movies that explore this are Disney's live-action Cinderella, The Tale of Despero, and Wreck-It Ralph. If you have a topic suggestion, I would love to hear from you. Send an email, tweens get the okay from your parents, to hello at empowerfulgirls.com. And if you have social media already, you can follow me on Insta or TikTok at empowerfulgirls. I'm not encouraging or endorsing social media, but I'm on there to offer an unfiltered, uplifting alternative to what's in your feed. Thank you so much for joining me for the 10 for Teens and Tweens podcast by Empowerful Girls. I can't wait to talk with you again. I love you girls. 